It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda. A double shot of Catholicism and conversation to start your day off right. On the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Monday morning to you. It is February 6th, 7 a.m. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hopefully everyone had a very, very nice weekend. Did you have a nice weekend? Oh, no, it was awful. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm so glad to be back at work. Yes, aren't (laughs) we all? (laughs) I had a wonderful weekend. Good. I mean, it was a packed weekend as my weekends typically are. Right. But there was definitely a highlight on Saturday evening was the uh, Sarah Club dinner. Oh, nice. For the Southern Deanery of the Archdiocese of Seattle. So that takes up you know all of Vancouver and Clark County for the most part. Excellent. Beautiful. Who's who of uh, Washingtonian Catholics were present. Nice. And a few uh, highlights from the Portland area too, including one Sarah Kenzie. Hey, how about that? Jesse Jose from Young Catholic Professionals. They were both there so I got a great chance to talk with them. Wonderful event to support vocations. It's a fundraiser. Uh, A good portion of the funds go to support the Covadis Days for the Archdiocese of Seattle. Sure. Portland has Covadis Days. Wonderful summer opportunity for young men to explore vocations. Oh, nice events. So it was really great. Yeah. Great time. To where where, you, where was the dinner? It was at Marion Hall there at St. Joseph's Church. Oh. That's a big place. Yeah, it is. And from the count that uh, we got from one of the uh, Sarens organizers, they said they had right around 400 people Wow, in the hall nice. there for dinner. Very so nice, I'd say yeah. it was well attended. Archbishop Achen from Seattle came down for the event too, uh, along with the seminarian who spoke and uh, one of the Sisters of Mary right here in Oregon, uh, Portland. She came over, born and raised in Camas, Washington. Oh, really? And she shared her vocation story. So it was just a beautiful event. I look forward to it. Definitely miss this during the COVID yeah. shutdown. I think they've been doing it for about 11 years now. So it was the first one they've done recently? Since the reopen, yeah. yeah since 2020, I think, was the last. Well, good. So, yeah, yeah that was my weekend. Nice How dinner. about you? Uh, not nearly as exciting <laughs> what, as that. What did you uh, do? Uh, I didn't do a whole lot. I cleaned the bathroom. Okay, so you got a gold star there. <laughs> How's that for excitement? <laughs> I, now, you said that there was no big sports happening. Was the, wasn't yeah. the Pro Bowl this weekend? It was, but yeah, I they played like flag that. football I think it was or like something. Flag football. I did watch the Grammys last night. Was that a good time? And it just verified how little I know anymore <laughs> about music. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I, I mean, some of the artists, of course, I know, but some I, I didn't. And I did realize, though, that uh, Beyonce is now the person who has won the most Grammys of anyone really with her she had a couple of wins last night that put her over the top do you know any guesses on who she who she surpassed oh as the most grammy winner uh Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you right now. Unless you read it already, you're never gonna guess. I'm this. never gonna guess it. No. I would have maybe guessed somebody like um, a, a producer, like Foster, right? Oh, David Foster. David Foster, yeah. maybe. Uh, no. Artist. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's not a bad guess. But okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't know until I read about it. Quincy it Jones. That <laughs> you know what? He's near the top. Is he really? That's a great guess. I know that guess. he sleeps on a bed of grammys yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. He he's very close to the top. It was a gentleman by the name of George. I want to say Salty, George oh. Salty, a composer. 
Okay. Yeah, I think it was like maybe with the Chicago Symphony at one point. But anyway, it's like, okay, who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Well, but not anymore. Welcome to the top, Queen Bee. That's it. So she's at the top. <laughs> but anyway, that that was that's how I ended the weekend. That's and then I went, fun. And then I went to bed early. Well, good for yeah, you. Thank you. Yes. Excitement. <laughs> uh, I caught a movie. I finally watched the uh, uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Uh, David... I don't remember the last time I have done this. I cried like a baby at the oh, end of that movie. You did. Because it had a big a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, who had passed away yeah. from cancer. He played the Black Panther in the new Marvel movies. They did a tribute to him. No. Oh. That was it. I, I was got, it. Gotcha. I was wrecked for yeah. the rest of the day. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. but it was that good cry. Yeah, it's because it's like you know when you have a, a fan favorite like that, and you yeah. know that he was a just a really great person sure. and a, a family man. That uh, yeah, you long for yeah. that, well, and uh, it's a sweet sadness. An for emotional sure. ending. That was it. Yeah. So that was, that was my weekend. Well, very good. <laughs> I suppose we should get her going here. Did we have a show today. I think it's we have Monday. a show. Yeah. So what do you have? Uh, well, listen to this, David. A dead fish, a stolen yacht, and a warming shelter in Seaside. I saw this All story. connected to the same man. Yeah, kind of a crazy story. A really bizarre story. I'm yeah, going to talk about it. So. And boy, just a devastating earthquake in Turkey wow. and Syria. We'll have the report on that as well. All right, we got a great show ahead to start your week. Here is Matt Faley and The Only Light. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's like watching the sunrise Knowing that it's got a set day is dawning But I haven't seen one yet It's like a cold wind blowing The storm is raging in I know there's beauty and there's goodness But I know how it ends Go you 
your maker He's been waiting for this day I'll go on without you In my heart you always stay I'll magnify your beauty You made me who I am Though heaven holds my heartache I do it all That is Matt Faley, the only light. It's seven eleven at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's hard when there's a song title with light in it to come light. back and oh, say. Oh, that's right, because you're going to you say, say the wrong light. word. Right, so it's all day. an L word. <laughs> that's it, everyday <laughs> life. Hey, CYO, they just wrapped up their swimming season, so we're going to hear about it with Mark Lee. He joins us right after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Holy Cross Priest Father Jim Gallagher in prayer with the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day. For all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for sin, for the intentions of all my friends and associates, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatreDayRadio.com. 
Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Blanchet House of Hospitality. Since 1952, the Blanchet House has been providing food, clothing, shelter, and aid to those in need. Services include a downtown Portland cafe, residential living, transitional housing, case management, and a 12-step program at the farm. Support and volunteer opportunities are online at blanchethouse.org. It may be hard to believe, but Ash Wednesday and the start of Lent are just days away. Get ready for this special season in the church with help from Mater Day Radio. Unite with us in prayer during our three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass, the Sacred Mysteries of the Holy Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and Catholic Reflections that will enrich your life. Mater Day Radio is also eager to pray for your personal requests through our prayer hotline. You can send an intention to our prayer team now by clicking the pray button on the Hail Mary Media app and materdayradio.com or call directly to the prayer hotline at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Lent will be here before you know it. Make sure you're ready to pray with the Hail Mary Media app and Matrade Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 7.14 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, showers are lingering this morning, making for a wet commute. Wasn't quite expecting that this morning yeah, was when I was down. driving in. Yep. But that should be tapering off this morning, making way for a mostly dry afternoon. But clouds will still remain. Highs today going to be getting us to the upper 40s. So all in all, not too bad of a mm-hmm. day. Now, the next wed- uh, weather system, though, is lining up for tomorrow. So we're going to drop to the lower 40s overnight. Then showers falling in the valley and more snow for the mountains. Snow levels down to about 2,500 feet. So they could be a watch tomorrow, they said. So right. if you're heading over the passes look before you leave tomorrow. All right, good to know. It's currently 45 degrees at Ascension Church in Portland. And it is 42 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. And the Portland Area Catholic Youth Organization has wrapped up its swimming season, and by all accounts, it went swimmingly. To give us a final report is CYO's Director of Swimming, Mark Lee, and he joins us this morning. Hey, Mark, how are you? Good to talk with you again. Um, Good to talk with you again, too, David. Well, it looks like it has been a busy last month for you in January, judging by all the meets and activities. But let's start talk about the season. Started all the way back in October. Started in October with uh, our practices beginning, and then we had about a month of practices with the teams, and then we went into our developmental meets uh, beginning in November. Oh, outstanding! And so, how was the participation this year? It was good. We had uh, about 664 kids swimming this year in the program, um, still building up from the pre or during the COVID times when we couldn't have swimming. And in fact, we had an incredible uh, number of people that wanted to join the program because they just couldn't get into swimming programs uh, around their own pools, like Uh swim lessons and things like that. Sure, I could certainly understand that, given the, given the circumstances. Now, did you did? I'm, I'm guessing pool time. Were you able to use a variety of pools, or how did you handle that? Well, actually, the pools are still coming back from the the COVID era, right? And uh, we actually had one pool that 
we were slated to go to. And in fact, the location where we have had our championships in the previous years. And uh, due to no swimming and pools being closed, uh, they were needing repairs. And uh, we ended up being at just one pool, and that was at uh, Park Rose. And uh, they provided all the time for us, and uh, it was a great venue for um, all of our swim meets, all the developmental meets, and the swim championships. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's wonderful that it worked out mm-hmm. that way. And so you work your way through the season. Talk about the different levels of swimmers, too, that you have in the CYO program. We're fortunate that swimming actually encompasses a huge um, bracket of ages. It starts off with even pre-K up to third grade for our polys, which is the youngest swim group. And then we go up to the Cubs and Cadets, which is the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Uh, That's Cubs. And then the Cadets is seventh and eighth grade. Gotcha. And it's interesting with the polywogs, with the little guys, what do you work on with them? I, I always find that fascinating when you're getting, getting young kids, children, to their first swim lessons, essentially. Actually, we, we have a, I guess, a requirement uh, that they be able to swim 25 yards in any manner, and that's including from the front to the back and anything in between. Right. But this year, given that a lot of a lot of children were not even able to get into swim lessons. Uh, we saw a lot of teams allowing swimmers that weren't at quite that level uh, in that youngest group, in the poly group. And because of that, we had a huge number of coaches that came up, um, 111 coaches actually for mm. that, yeah, which is a huge number. Yeah, And uh, we worked with the children. Um, in fact, I generally, I work with one of the teams and um, I've told parents that take a video, watch, you know, take a video when the season starts, and then look at the end of the season and see what the differences are. And they are amazed. Um, the parents are generally just dumbfounded how their children could have gone from one level to you know what, how they are ending up at the end of the season. Right. No, that's fantastic too. Not only to watch that advancement, but just from a safety factor to know that your children are improving and know how to swim. That's probably our goal for swimming is not necessarily to become the top swimming competitor in the nation, but uh, to be able to one love the sport. And the other is that, you know, you're developing a lifelong skill that uh, is definitely a safety um, component to it. And it's what we really work for. Some of the first things that we work with with those younger swimmers is to get the confidence and to be able to um, be unassisted and to learn that really they have to work at going under the water. If they just flip to their backs, they can go to a safety position. That serves them for the rest of their life. Yeah, that's great to know. We're speaking with Mark Lee. He is the Director of Swimming for the Catholic Youth Organization as they just wrapped up their season. Well, how did the championships go? I know I mentioned it was a busy month for you in January. It looked like you had, a boy, just back-to-back meets. Uh, we had three three consecutive weekends where we have the poly championships, which is that pre-K through third grade. Um, we had roughly 172 swimmers that um, swam with just that age group. 
um, probably the most difficult to manage from the volunteer standpoint. There's a lot of, it's like herding uh, dust bunnies. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of the most fun to watch. It, it's not as much competition as it is just just, just the total enjoyment of watching the kids light up and, and just have a blast. And uh, that's, you know, that's one of the most fun. And then we go into the next weekend. Um, then you see the Poly Championships was on the 15th. And then in January on the 21st and 22nd, we had our Cubs and Cadets, which that is that fourth through eighth grade. Right. And uh, that's such a large group of swimmers that we had to break it up into two. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a Division One, Division Two, so roughly 170 swimmers at each of those two meets. And then we finish up with the All Stars, which is it's a swim meet, a little different, in that they're swimming against their own gender and against their own grade. So third grade or fourth grade swimmers will be swimming against fourth graders. Fifth graders will be swimming against fifth grade swimmers. Right. And uh, it's it's really a lot of fun for the swimmers. It's when you're really not competing by team anymore. It's just, you know, each swimmer is being applauded regardless of which team they're from. And swimmers, we do our warm-ups where um, it's not warm-up by lane, by team. It's just that age group and swimmers get to meet each other and swim with each other and, and really uh, build up a camaraderie that uh, is kind of fun to watch. Uh, that's wonderful. And I see here too, you had one swimmer break three records. Wow. Uh, we had one swimmer. In fact, it's, it's got a little bit of a story to it. Um, it is uh co dollar from the Holy family team. And the, one of the records he broke was his brother's record uh, that was set wow. back in 2019 and uh, we give the medal uh, when they break the record. We announce it, and we give the medal to the the swimmer at the meet. And um, when we presented the medal to Co, he handed it to his brother Hodge. Yeah. And Hodge then placed the medal around his neck. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> he great. He broke his own record. Uh, yeah, that, that was that was wonderful. That, that's fantastic. And then, yep. And then Co went on to break. He actually didn't break. He broke two records. And then on the third, he matched his brother's time exactly. Oh, wow. It's to the hundredth of a second, which is yeah. uh, pretty impressive. That, that, that's incredible. Yeah. Hey, before yeah. we run out of time here, too, I know you want to thank the volunteers and everybody that's helped this season. Oh, there are an incredible number of volunteers. And, in fact, the All-Stars meets, which is our biggest meet, which has uh, which over 200 swimmers at that meet, we, have and, we had 130 volunteers wow. um, to put that meet on. And uh, that's just phenomenal. And that's not to include, like I said, the 111 coaches that go, you know, throughout the entire season once or twice a week and then go into the meets and things. But just that's what I love about swimming is that it just really brings together parents and children. And it's just an incredible um, thing to watch. Yeah. That that development of um uh, the interactions between adults and children and, you know, passing on those, the, how sports should be. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll remind folks, our listeners, if you want to be involved with the CYO swimming program, just go to their website, cyocamphoward.org. Go to the swimming page. All the information is there. Hey, you can even buy some cool shirts too. Some swimming shirts. You can. Yeah. Um, lots of, lots of apparel there that is for swimming or for other sports too right. as well that, the way it does throughout the year. Yeah, fantastic. I can man- mention one more thing. Yeah. Is that 
We really want to encourage anybody that is interested in swimming through all the parishes and, and anybody that if, if they want to research it, you know, to go ahead and go to that CYO Camp Howard website. And if they want to, they can go to and actually find me. And we'll answer any questions about how to, they may want to form their own team mm. and get their children involved. And we plan on actually beginning registrations back in May already. So if you want to get your name in and uh, put your name in and, and be, be um, put onto an email list for one of the teams, now's the time to do it. Uh, it's great to know. Again, that's cyocamphoward.org. Mark Lee is the swimming director. Mark, great season. Great to talk with you and uh, wish you luck in the future. Thank you very much. Have a great morning. Have a great day. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. And it is 725 here at Mater Day Radio. David, have you ever heard me say, I love CYO swimming? Yeah, I know. Your daughter all, swam. All three of my daughters yeah. swam. It was a skill they were able to take all the way through high school. They swam for their high school team. All of them were their captains of their teams by the time they got to their senior year. So it was a really great sport fundamentals that they learn through CYO. So if you want to listen to that again or find out more information, maybe think about forming that swim team. I will be sure to add a link to where you can find all of the CYO athletic information, including swimming. And you're going to find that link on the podcast of the interview you just heard at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. Morning may have broken, but don't fret. David and Brenda can fix it. The Morning Blend, on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 727 at Mater Day Radio, and hundreds are killed in an earthquake in Turkey. We'll have the details in the news. And he was released from the hospital before they had a chance to catch up with this man. Bizarre story about a yacht, a fish and a warming shelter where they found him. I'll have that story for you in three minutes. Here's Matt Marr. All the people said amen. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
Mar, all the people said amen. It's 7.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. In your news this morning, a huge earthquake has killed more than 1,800 people and injured thousands more on Monday in central Turkey and northwest Syria, flattening apartment blocks and homes in the region. The magnitude 7.8 quake, which hit before sunrise in difficult winter weather, was the worst to strike Turkey this century. It was followed in the early afternoon by another large quake of magnitude 7.7. It was not immediately clear how much damage had been done by the second quake, which, like the first, was felt across the region and endangered rescues, rescue workers struggling to pull casualties from the rubble, often using their bare hands to remove masonry. The World Health Organization has activated its network of emergency medical teams in Turkey and Syria to assist those affected by the earthquake. Other countries have already committed support to the rescue efforts. And Pope Francis offered his prayers for the first responders involved in the search and rescue efforts following the twin earthquakes. The Pope, in a post on Twitter, said he was deeply saddened by the news of the earthquakes, entrusting those who have died to the loving mercy of the Almighty. He goes on to say, I pray for the emergency personnel involved in the ongoing relief efforts. And on his return flight from South Sudan on Sunday, Pope Francis said that God loves and accompanies people with same-sex attraction. When asked by a journalist what the Pope would say to families in the Congo and South Sudan who reject their children because they are gay, Pope Francis responded that the catechism teaches that people with same-sex attractions should not be marginalized. He goes on to say people with homosexual tendencies are children of God. God loves them. God accompanies them, the Pope said during an in-flight press conference on his return from Juba on February 5th. To condemn someone like this is a sin, and criminalizing people with homosexual tendencies is an injustice, he added. And in a first for a papal trip, Pope Francis was joined for the in-flight press conference by two other Christian leaders, his Anglican counterpart, Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, and the moderator of the Church of Scotland, Ian Greenshield, who also took part in the ecumenical pilgrimage of peace. Now, together, the three Christian leaders answered questions and spoke about South Sudan's peace process, the war in Ukraine, the mining in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Welby said that he wholeheartedly agreed with what Pope Francis said about the Congo, that it is not the playground of great powers. Well, the average long-term U.S. mortgage rate fell for the fourth week in a row last week, a sign of relative stability in the home buying market that could potentially open the door for some prospective home buyers. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac reported Thursday that the average 30-year rate fell to 6.09% from 6.13% last week. That's the lowest level since September, but still not as low as the average rate a year ago, which was 3.55%. The big rise in mortgage rates during the past year softened sales of existing homes for 11 straight months to the lowest level in more than a decade. Higher rates can add hundreds of dollars a month to costs for home buyers on top of already high home prices. Now, though home prices have retreated as demand has declined, they are still more than 10 percent higher than a year ago. 
Well, a man who was saved by a Coast Guard rescue swimmer at the mouth of the Columbia River on Friday as a massive wave rolled the yacht he was piloting turned out to be wanted for a bizarre incident, which police said he left a dead fish at the Astoria, Oregon home featured in the classic 1985 film The Goonies. Well, officers had been looking for the man since Wednesday when an acquaintance alerted them to a video he had posted on social media of himself leaving the fish at the house, then dancing around the property. Then early Friday afternoon, the Coast Guard shared stunning video of a rescue made a few hours earlier in which a new rescue swimmer lowered by cables from a helicopter swam to a 35-foot yacht that was struggling in heavy surf. As the swimmer approached the vessel, a large wave slammed into it, rolling the boat completely over, throwing the man on board into the water. The swimmer reached the man and pulled him to safety. The helicopter crew flew him to Coast Guard Base Astoria, where medics treated him for hypothermia and transported him to a local hospital. The owner of the yacht, who lives nearby in Warrington, Oregon, reported the vessel stolen later Friday police chief said. So the man that they saved was released from the hospital before the police could come and get him when they realized it was the same person. But then on Friday evening, Seaside police and officers from the Clatsop County Sheriff's Office arrested 35-year-old Jericho Labonte of Victoria, British Columbia, found him in a warming shelter in Seaside. What a crazy story. It's bizarre. And, and well, God bless this man. We hope that he is all right. But it sounds like a real unusual uh, series of events that happened. You know, it's interesting. I saw the footage of the yacht being rolled over right? by the wave. And at that point in time on the news footage, they didn't know that it was stolen. They just said, boy, this you know person was rescued from the yacht. But my first thought was... The way the yacht was running in the water, it's just like, that. why is that guy running the yacht that way? Because he was running the lot, yacht parallel to the waves. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, it was a perfect setup to have the... Have the issues it, that he yeah. was having. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, well. In sports, Portland Trailblazers back at the Motor Center tonight to begin a five-game homestand. They'll take on the Milwaukee Bucks with tip-off set for seven. Blazers return home from a three-game trip, sitting one game below 500, just one and a half games out of sixth place in the Western Conference. This Thursday is the NBA trade deadline, so many fans are waiting to see if Portland will make a move before the clock runs out. Women's college basketball yesterday, University of Washington knocked off second-ranked Stanford, 72-67 in Seattle giving the Huskies one of their biggest win in years. Last time Washington beat the Cardinal was in 2016. Both Oregon and Oregon State lost at home. The Ducks beaten by Utah and the Beavers by Colorado. It was Washington State over California. Well, in the life of the church, the power of the cross is most especially celebrated in the sacrifice of the countless martyrs who have often literally carried their crosses in imitation of Jesus. On February 6th, today, we celebrate the liturgical memorial of a group of 26 martyrs who gave their lives in a series of crosses set up on a hill outside the city of Nagasaki, Japan, February 5th, 1596. 
Now, the first martyrs of the church in Japan, this diverse group included Spanish, Mexican, and Indian religious, number of Japanese lay catechists and interpreters. Named for the Japanese Jesuit Paul Miki, these martyrs of Nagasaki were canonized in 1861. Now, since the time of their canonization, the church has honored hundreds more Christians in Japan who died as martyrs. Now, amazingly, once Japan was reopened to the outside world in 1865, thousands of Christians came out of hiding, asking the newly arrived Westerners for statues of Jesus and Mary, remembering the smattering of Latin prayers and Portuguese phrases, holding on to treasured relics of the missionaries their ancestors had known and loved. Mm. After all those years in hiding to have still just a little Latin left in their language to honor their faith. A great story. Mm -hmm. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And tonight, a new series begins at 6.30, Theology Nights, Faith and Work, happening at Balestra Hall at St. Michael's Parish right here in Portland. John Ramig will speak about the integration of faith and work. Now, remember, you can find more details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. So you have an interview coming up on a new book. That's right. Crystalina Everett's joining me, Women Made New. All right. You hear about it right after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Hello, this is Father Peter Julia, the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. Join me in praying the Memorare. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdayradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. Do you want to live a truly authentic Catholic life? 
This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and Monday nights at 7.30, Ken Hellenius and I team up for Living Stones. This dynamic weekly show will help you deepen your relationship with Christ and His church with practical ways that you can grow in faith, participate more fully in the liturgy, and practice charity towards all. Join us for Living Stones, Monday nights at 7.30 on Modern Day E-Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 742 at Day Radio. Well, got about a 30% chance of rain today. Mostly cloudy skies, high of 49 degrees. Could see a wind gust here or there. 80% chance of rain overnight tonight, low of 43. Then tomorrow looks kind of wet. 100% chance of rain and windy with a high of 50. Well, currently it is 43 degrees at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church in Portland. And 41 degrees at St. Mark's Church in Eugene. Well, growing in holiness, well, that's a goal for all of us. But overcoming challenges and avoiding pitfalls, not to mention the busyness of daily life, that can make the path well, just a little difficult to follow. But we are not alone, ladies. We look to the saints as guide. And today, well, we have real modern mentors that have been through it and offer us all help and some hope. In her new book, Women Made New, Kristalina Everett, features the captivating stories of 12 women who overcame their personal trials and are now champions for the kingdom of God. Well, I want to know more about these amazing women, and I want to talk more to Kristalina Everett. Good morning, Kristalina. Thanks so much for joining the show today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm excited. I got to say, Kristalina, you know, when I am feeling like, how am I ever going to be able to overcome what is happening in my life when you feel isolated and alone? From my own experience, I know that knowing that other people have been through what I have been through and have come through it stronger than ever, it gives you hope. It really makes you feel like I'm not alone in this. Tell our listeners about how you found these 12 women and how you got this book put together for us. But first, I want to just, just assure all of your listeners out there that they are not alone in their walk. And it doesn't matter where they've come from, what wounds or maybe sins they're holding on to, that there's so many women experiencing uh, the same trials. And so don't believe that demonic dialogue that the devil gives us on that daily basis of just beating us down in our spirituality, where we're at in our lives, and that we can't overcome maybe this mountain that's in front of us, because he wants to keep us so locked away. And I was really experiencing that, and that's one of the reasons this book came uh, to be. And I realized there's so many women out there who were hurting just like me, and I wanted to help them. But let's go back to the very beginning of when I was actually eight months pregnant, I believe, with our ninth at that point. And we just moved to Arizona, and I reached down to get a juice box, and when I went back up, I was really lucid and because I was ready to have a baby. And a lot of women understand when I say that. And when I came back up, my bones kind of open and my back. And when they went back, they went back the wrong place. So oh. I was like literally dislocated and I fell to the ground and I was in so much pain. Jason took me to the hospital. They didn't know what was going on. I couldn't do anything. So I was so far along in my pregnancy. So I just had to stay like that. And I mean, there's times that you're crying to God and there's times when you're crying out to God. And this was a time in my life where I was like crying out to God. I couldn't even go walk or even crawl to the restroom by myself without Jason's help. I was pretty much bedridden for the rest of my pregnancy. And 
it's like I, I had to embrace my relationship with Jesus. And instead of getting angry, because that was a temptation, because everything was so out of my control. And that's the worst. And especially when you're pregnant, right? You already feel out of control and this, and just moving here. And in that time, I really dived into my prayer life. And I had this dream. And now just bear with me. I had this dream. And all of a sudden, I had all of these women who had their backs to me, different ethnicities, shapes, sizes, just rows and rows of women were in front of me. And all of a sudden, I saw this black shadow swooping in and out of these rows of women. And as it would pass by these women, they were throwing something behind them over their head. And all of these things were flying over. And I said, Lord Jesus, what are those? And I turned around to see what all these things were that were being thrown. And as I turned around, there was this desolate desert and these, these like magnificent gems were falling from the sky onto this sand, and and it sounded like thump, like on wet sand, right? And the sand would come up, swallow these gems like it was never there. And I said, Lord Jesus, what are these? And he goes, those, I felt like I heard a voice, those are the gifts and talents and virtues that I have given women in their vocation, and they are giving way to the world, and they're throwing them away. And he said, go get the gem, find the gems and give them back to women. And then I woke up and I'm like, I woke up and I said, what gems? What, what is how? Where are these gems? You know, I was so unsatisfied. Like, where are these at? And it was just like, I told Jason, my husband, and he goes, okay, well, we'll, we'll pray about that. But here I'm emotional and I'm, I'm pregnant. I'm going through a lot. So I put it in my heart and I took it to prayer and a lot of things happened with my Women Made New ministry, with my relationship with EWTN and my television series, just so many things I wanted to do to help women because there's this generation of women that was left behind from these women that left in the 60s, but they left their family behind, and I was one of those casualties. And mm-hmm. my mom, God bless her, she she raised us as a single mother, but she had to leave the home, but I felt very inadequate, especially when I got married, running my own household, trying to be a good Catholic wife and mother. I felt pretty handicapped. But with that being said, I just knew there was a lot of women going into marriage and in their lives right now holding on to a lot of wounds, brokenness, past sins that they just don't want to face that is really affecting who it is they are and that God is calling them to be. And that's pretty much the main question in this book I want women to ask themselves as they go through it, is what is it that is keeping you from becoming the woman that God is calling you to be? Because there's something and whatever that one thing is, that's what we need to focus on, because that's where all those vices are stemming from, right? And it's hard to take a look at those things, but at the same time, God will give you the grace. And when I was interviewing the different women and asking the different contributors, and Catherine Hadra was one of them, and she back then was part of the EWTN family, and she still is today. I, she said, Kristalina, what do you want me to write about? I said, go to adoration, Catherine, and Jesus will give you that gem he mm. wants you to give to the women. And when I said that, I remembered my dream because it had been years later. And when I got off the phone with her, I said, oh my gosh, I'm collecting the gems. These, I feel like all these different stories in this book are compiled of these different gems. And we're talking about women that are true overcomers, that they're dealing with body image, people pleasing, divorce, sexual abuse, spiritual warfare, uh, if you've had miscarriages, I mean, you name it. These women have really gone through it, and they were so raw, and that's what's so beautiful about this, is that they really put their experience, where they were at, and how they overcame it, 
And all of these women are powerhouse women that have their own ministries that can help you heal and become your that powerhouse that God is calling you to be as well. Well, those gems can be found in Kristalina's new book, Women Made New, Reflections on Adversity, Transformation, and Healing. It is out by EWTN Press, also through Sophia Institute Press. Well, Kristalina, there are 12 women in your book. Is that a number that just, those are the number of women you could connect to? Or is that a very specific number, just kind of reflecting back on, well, the 12 apostles that followed Jesus and maybe... 12 women who we have to look to in the church today. You know, it's interesting. It came to the 12, and there's actually a priest, Father Joseph Mary Wolf, who is the chaplain of EWTN. There's one man in there, but he's a priest, and his chapter is magnificent, and it's, it's called Beauty Tips, you know, if you can believe it. And it's fantastic, but spiritual beauty, right? And he really dives into that. But I actually just went to adoration. I, I try to be as Eucharistic as possible, and involve Jesus in, in a lot of the decision-making and everything that I do. And I just prayed. And I said, okay, Lord, if you really want me to write this book, I need you to guide me and show me who it is you want to be a part of it. And slowly, just different, different in prayer, different names have come up. And then the very last one was Mother Angelica. And that's where I, I literally dropped my pencil in adoration. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So oh. I'm shooting for the stars and the moon. This is like the universe. So I was a little intimidated but at the same time, when God asks you to do something, God is asking you to do something. And so many times in my life, I think I put God off and said, later, later. And I realized that holds weight. Like, there's seriousness. And if God of the universe, the King of Kings, is talking to me, and we all hear that small, still voice. You know right from wrong. You know if you should be doing something or not be doing something or dating someone or not be dating something. And it can go on and on. But we all know and deep down, I felt like, oh, my gosh, I just need to keep moving forward. Okay. And I put Mother and Delica. And by the grace of God, all the doors were open. And I was able to compile two chapters from uh, her archive, um, old, old videos. I listened to about 300 hours of her videos. And I was able to compile two chapters from her that have never been in writing before. And a beautiful prayer in the beginning that I found that they have not actually put in print yet. And it really is about... Um, don't be disappointed. Like God is really going to take care of you with his providence and to hold your head up high, basically, because God has got you. And God does. He's got all of us. No matter who you are, where you've been, what you've done, he has got all of us. Oh, he does. And with the help of uh, the saints, with our inspiration and well, these close female friendships that we have, boy, we lift each other up in times of need, especially Kristalina Everett joining us today to talk about her new book, Women Made New. Kristalina, I've loved our conversation so much. I really want to dive into this book and kind of peer into some of these chapters more, but I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue our conversation in the next half hour? Oh, I, that I look forward to it. Absolutely. And it is 7.53 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on The Morning Blend on this Monday morning. Well, a lot of great ways you can support Mater Day Radio. One of those ways is through our vehicle donation program. So if you have an old car, a truck, a boat, motorcycle, motorcycle or RV, you can donate that vehicle to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Just go to our website, click on the Get Involved menu. It's right there, all the information 
Really a quick and easy process, just a couple of forms to fill out, and it is a likely tax deduction for you as well. As Mater Radio's vehicle donation program on our website at materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. This is Modern Day Radio. KBBM Portland, Salem, Vancouver. KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene. Springfield. Translator K235BF, Eugene. And streaming at moderndayradio.com. There is one thing in our lives over which we have complete control. Forgiveness. One Minute Monk, Abbot Placid Solari of Belmont Abbey. Jesus gave us the power to forgive when he poured out the Holy Spirit on us on the day of his resurrection. But we must decide to forgive, acknowledging the wrong done, and seek to set it right. Life according to the rule of St. Benedict can remind us that forgiveness does not mean being friends with the one I forgive. To forgive demands simply that I unbind that person from any claims of vengeance and that I ask God to do the same. In that way, two people are set free, the one who forgives and the one who is forgiven. For your free copy of The Rule of St. Benedict, visit OneMinuteMonk.com, O-N-E-MinuteMonk.com. We have all been hurt or wronged by someone. Are we ready to make the decision to forgive that person, or at least to ask God to make us ready one day? Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Jeff Kane at North Point Bank in Vancouver. North Point Bank brings value to customers through client-focused home loan programs, including new construction, renovation options, financing for rental properties, and more. Learn more at northpoint.com. That's northpoint, P-O-I-N-T-E, dot com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Grab some coffee and take the morning blend with you anywhere you go. Listen to the podcast at materdayradio.com. It is 7.57 at Mater Day Radio, and one reason why you don't want to let your kids play with your cell phone. <laughs> I'll have that for you in the news. And the miracles in Lourdes, France, now available in a beautiful new documentary. You're going to be able to see it here in the Portland area. I'll have that story for you, plus more coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. Catholicism didn't reach the distant shores of Japan until 1549, when the Jesuit priest St. Francis Xavier made inroads into the island nation. 
Eventually, hundreds of thousands of Japanese found Christ through the efforts of the Jesuit missionaries. One of these converts was a young man by the name of Paul Miki. Born into a wealthy Japanese family in 1562, Paul was educated by the Jesuits and eventually became a brother of the Jesuit order and had plans for being ordained a priest. He was well known for his powerful preaching that converted many people to Catholicism. However, tensions began to arise in 1587 between the Buddhists and the Christians. So the leader of Japan, Hideyoshi, issued an anti-Christian edict which resulted in the destruction of churches. This forced many missionaries and converts to practice the faith in secret. Unfortunately, suspicion surrounding the foreign missionaries was only worsened when Spanish Franciscans arrived in Japan, unaware of the religious tensions, and started taking a more aggressive approach to proselytizing. Hideyoshi became fearful that the Christians had secret intentions of taking over the government, a fear which seemed validated when a Spanish ship was seized off the coast of Japan carrying artillery in 1597. In response, the Japanese leader ordered the execution of 26 Catholics. Among them were six Franciscan missionaries, 17 Japanese and Korean lay Franciscans, three of whom were only boys, and three Jesuits, one of whom was Paul Miki, only months away from being ordained a priest. All of them were arrested, publicly tortured, and forced to march for 600 miles from Miyako to Nagasaki. The journey took them nearly 30 days, during which they were paraded through each town and mocked, in an effort to dissuade others from converting to Christianity. But these courageous men encouraged each other through singing spiritual hymns of praise and preached to the people along the way. When they reached Nagasaki, which was the center for Christianity in Japan at the time, they were mercifully permitted to go to confession before their execution. Then they were each bound to a cross upon the hill now known as the Holy Mountain, overlooking the city. Each man expressed their love for Christ even as they were being martyred. Paul Miki gave his last sermon to those who were gathered to witness their execution, proclaiming the only reason for me being killed is that I have taught the doctrine of Christ. I thank God it is for this reason that I die. I believe that I am telling the truth before I die. After Christ's example, I forgive my persecutors. I do not hate them. I ask God to have pity on all, and I hope my blood will fall on my fellow men as a fruitful rain. Each martyr was then pierced with a lance while chained to their cross, and in this way entered the heavenly kingdom. It would be over two centuries before Christian missionaries were allowed back into Japan. When they did arrive, they found that the faith had been preserved by those who had escaped persecution. The beautiful example of faith these martyrs give to us is nothing short of miraculous. I pray that we all come to such confidence in Christ that we too can pray for the salvation of those who persecute us with love and genuine faith. St. Paul, Miki, and companions, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news, Pope Francis said on board a papal return flight from South Sudan on Sunday, I think St. Benedict's death was, Pope Benedict's death was instrumentalized by people want to serve their own interests in a self-serving way. People who instrumentalize such a good and holy person, Francis added, are partisans and unethical. Pope Francis' comments were made aboard the papal plane from Juba, South Sudan to Rome, the end of a six-day trip that also included nearly four days in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Near the end of the nearly hour-long press conference, Pope Francis was asked if his papal ministry had become more difficult since Benedict's death in light of growing division in the church. Francis reiterated that he was able to speak 
about everything with Benedict, even to change his own mind. He's quoted, he was always by my side, supporting me. And if he had any difficulty, he would tell me and we would talk. And there was no problem, the Pope said. And the French documentary film Lords will be shown in 700 theaters in the U.S. for a special two-day screening on February 8th. That's in French with English subtitles. Then on February 9th in Spanish with English subtitles. The film presents a unique and affecting view of the Catholic pilgrimage site as seen through the eyes of several of the sick pilgrims and their caregivers. A surprise hit in Francis among critics and audiences, the award-winning documentary follows several sick and disabled pilgrims who travel to Lourdes in search of consolation, not miracles, at the Marian Shrine in the French Pyrenees. The filmmakers received unprecedented access to the sacred height from the Catholic Church. And the sick and disabled pilgrims are seen praying at the sanctuary of Our Lady of Lourdes, worshiping at the grotto where visions took place, being immersed in the bath, and perhaps most effectively being cared for and assisted by volunteers. The U.S. tour follows the film's debut in France, where in 2020 it was nominated for Best Documentary at the Caesar Awards. Oh, nice. Well, Honda Motor Company has issued a do-not-drive warning for 8,200 model-year Acura and Honda vehicles with unrepaired Takata airbag inflators in the United States. The urgent warning covers various 2001 to 2003 model-year Honda Accord, Civic CRV and Odyssey, Pilot and Acura 3.2 CL and 3.2 TL vehicles with so-called alpha inflators, The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said owners of those vehicles should not drive them until they get repairs, warning the risk to vehicle occupants is dire. More than 30 deaths worldwide, including at least 23 U.S. fatalities and hundreds of injuries in various automaker vehicles since 2009, are linked to Takata airbag inflators that can explode, unleashing potentially deadly metal shrapnel inside the vehicles. Over the last decade, more than 67 million Takata airbag inflators have been recalled in the United States and more than 100 million worldwide in the biggest auto safety callback in history. Well, a strike among Portland City workers ended after they reached a tentative agreement with the city on Saturday. The agreement came after 12 hours of mediation between the city and workers represented, and it remains tentative until the Portland City Council approves it. More than 600 Portland workers went on strike early Thursday after nearly a year of negotiations broke down over wages. They had been without a contract since June. This was Portland's first strike among city workers in two decades. Portland leaders had been preparing to use independent contractors if the strike lasted any longer. The new four-year contract would include a 3% annual raise for the first year, retroactive to July of 2020. Well, here's a cautionary tale. Don't let your kids play with your cell phone. Just ask ask Keith Stonehouse, who lives outside of Detroit, Michigan. So while his wife was at the movies with friends Saturday, Stonehouse let his six-year-old son Mason play a game on his cell phone before bedtime. Unbeknownst to Stonehouse, Mason clicked on the Grubhub app and started ordering large amounts of food (gasps) from one restaurant after another. 
So much food had been ordered from so many different places, Chase Bank actually set Stonehouse a fraud alert, declining a $439 order from a pizza place. However, a $183 order for jumbo shrimp from the same (laughs) restaurant, that did go through just fine and arrived at the house. Soon after, the doorbell kept ringing with more food being delivered from other restaurants. No. Before the dad finally figured out what what had happened, Mason had ordered over $1,000 worth of food. Oh, no. Oops. Oh, I <laughs> bet that dad was in a lot of trouble when his wife came home from the movies. How about that? Did they get anything good? Jumbo well, I would, sounds okay. I, I would assume a lot of good things. <laughs> I bet their freezer is stuffed full of food now, too. Oh, that is so funny. That's not one of... I mean, I've heard of those issues happening before... And people have been giving credit because it was online game purchase yeah. or whatever. But this is food. I know. It was delivered. They, yeah, it was, yeah. He's probably oh, no, on the they, hook for it. They had to pay for it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there okay. You go. There's just a good warning. That's very true. Let him have the tablet that doesn't give him access to those things. Exactly. Well, Viola Davis has achieved the coveted EGOT status after picking up her first Grammy Award. The 57-year-old actor won the award for Best Audiobook, Narration, and Storytelling recording of her own memoir, Finding Me. The 2023 Grammy Awards premiere Sunday uh, ahead of the main awards show. Now, the honor follows her Emmy win for How to Get Away with Murder from 2015. She won an Oscar in 2017 for Fences. Uh-huh. Remember that I one do. with Denzel Washington? Yep. Good one. And she won a Tony Award for both King Henley II in 2001 and for Fences in 2010. Now, she is only the third black woman to claim EGOT status, the 18th person to receive the honor overall. Now, in her acceptance speech, Davis said, I wrote this book to honor the six-year-old Viola, to honor her life, her joy, her trauma, her everything. Mm. Well, it has been such a journey. I just EGOT, right? Of course, that's the initial of each of the awards. Now, she was up against some heavy weights. All of her fellow nominees on Sunday were Grammy winners already. Mel Brooks, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Questlove, and Jamie Foxx. Wow. So congratulations to her. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, Oh, fantastic. Love watching her. In sports, did you know, Brenda? (gasps) What? This is Super Bowl week. I did know that. It sounds like it's really getting excited down in Arizona. Yeah, both teams arrived in Phoenix yesterday as both the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles prepare for the big game. Kansas City advanced to their third Super Bowl in four seasons. Kind of forgot about that. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? So I think they just won once, but uh, this is their third one. Philadelphia is back in the Super Bowl five years after beating the New England Patriots. Odds makers have the Eagles as a very slight favorite at one and a half points. So that's a close that's a close game. That's almost a push. That is. Yeah. It should be a good time. Oh yeah. Looking forward to it. I'm already planning my meals. There you go. We'll we'll, have, we'll, we'll talk about that later this week for sure.
Well, it is morning time, so why not have a little Pope cake with mm. your coffee? Okay. The Pio Nono is a small cake traditionally made in Grenada in southern Spain. Now, it consists of two basic parts, a thin cylindrical sheet of rolled cake moistened with the sugary syrup, then a small creamy crown slightly caramelized using a torch like cream brulee. Its shape is supposed to represent a pope's head with its cream white skull cap, the Zacchetto. Huh. Now, the name Pio Nono alludes to Pope Pius IX, Pio Nono in Italian. Now, Pius IX was the pope with the longest reign after St. Peter's, that is, who proclaimed the dogma of the Immaculate Conception and who introduced the telegraph as a gas lighting to the territories formerly controlled by the Holy See. Now, he was also the first pope who ever traveled by train in 1870 railway line built in the Papal States, already covered more than 300 kilometers. Now, according to the most widespread version, the Pio Nono was invented of the pastry chef uh, Caffernino Isla Gonzalez around 1897 was a devotee to the Immaculate Conception and would have dedicated this pastry to the Pope who finally proclaimed this dogma. Now, Pio Nonos can be either sweet or salty. Now, the sweet ones are usually filled with dolce de leche, chopped walnuts, and served as a dessert mm, dish. That sounds really good. Uh, they're not very big, David, so we could have a lot of them, Bring them without on. a whole lot of trouble. Yeah, I love them. A little... Yeah, Pio Nono. I just like saying Pio Nono. Yeah. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And beginning this Saturday, running through Sunday, is the Women's Retreat with Archbishop Smith, excuse me, with Bishop Peter Smith at Our Lady of Peace Retreat in Beaverton. St. Juan Diego Parish invites women to its upcoming retreat weekend with Bishop Smith. The theme is... What Our Story as Catholics. Bishop Smith will talk about our relationship with and our foundation in our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, you can find more details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com, the Hail Mary media app. So you continue your interview? With Crystalina Everett, Women Made New. All right, it's right after the forecast. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join Day Radio and Franciscan missionary Sister Anne-Marie Warren with the morning offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with this holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MontereyRadio.com. Find the peace you need by joining Monterey Radio and the Benedictine Monks of Mount Angel Abbey on the Hail Mary Media app. Throughout the day, you can break away from the stress and worry of your world and journey to the Abbey Church on the hilltop for a live stream of the Liturgy of the Hours. In addition to these peaceful times with the monks, the Hail Mary Media app also features Monterey Radio's live broadcast, podcast of all our original programming, including shows available exclusively on the app, an interactive community calendar of Catholic events, your own customizable schedule of personal prayer reminders, and much more. Download some peace into your life today. Look for Hail Mary Media in the App Store, Google Play, or click MontereyRadio.com for all the details. Find your peace with the Benedictine monks of Mount Angel Abbey on the Hail Mary Media app from Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 8:14 at Monterey Radio. We've got about a 30% chance of rain today. Cloudy skies. We'll have a 49 degree high. 80% chance of rain tonight, low of 43. Then tomorrow, wet and windy, 100% chance of rain, a high of 50 degrees. And then uh, Wednesday looks like maybe clear up a little bit, maybe partly sunny skies for middle of the week. Currently, it is 41 degrees at St. Mary's of Guadalupe Catholic Church up in Richfield. And 43 degrees at St. Joseph's Church in Salem. I am continuing now with Kristalina Everett. Her new book is Women Made New, Reflections on Adversity, Transformation, and Healing. Kristalina has joined us today. We've been talking about this incredible book and how it came together. Now we're going to take a look at some of those chapters and what we're going to learn. Kristalina, thank you so much for staying with me today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, first, let's talk a little bit about Mother Angelica. We were joking as I was preparing for an interview. I thought, well, now that must have been quite an interview to tackle. Of course, Mother Angelica, God rest her soul, died in 2016. But this year, in fact, in April, would be her 100th birthday. I mean, wow. tell Yes. I'm excited. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's phenomenal. You know what? If you Let's just take a look at Mother Angelica alone, right? I love her. She's such a huge role model in my life. And I'm her whole essence is truly intertwined in this entire book. And before each chapter is a quote from Mother Angelica that kind of fits the chapter and what is happening. And she's just such a powerhouse that it just is such a sign and shows us that if you just say yes to whatever Jesus is asking, no matter what, you truly can set the world on fire. And I feel like Mother Angelica is still doing that from heaven and the gospel is being proclaimed, and Jesus and the Catholic Church all over the world, just because this little nun was obedient. No matter what, she was obedient to what God was asking. And if we can learn to do that in our own lives, I know God is calling all of you, every single one of you listening right now, God is calling you. It's not too late. You can start over, and God wants to do great things, but it's time, ladies, to show up to our own fight. And really, that's what this book is all about and helping you to face those hard things, helping you to face it, own it, heal it, so you can truly become the woman God is calling you to be. Because we live in such a hurting world right now that it's all hands on deck and that you're not exempt from this call that God is asking you to step into. 
Well, this is a book for every woman to break open. Kristalina Everett joining us today to talk about women made new. All right. Well, let's break open these chapters. As you said, each one begins with a quote or a prayer from Mother Angelica. And then just share with us a little bit more about how each one of these chapters breaks open a theme and how each one of these women kind of share their story on those topics. So if you have in your in your past struggled with, like, for example, Mother Angelica, one of her chapters is about, like, personal prisons and regret and remorse and sorrow and the difference between that. And she says in one of her chapters that there are grown men in prison who are more free than a lot of people walking on earth right now on the street because they are locked away in their own prisons that they've given themselves and their sins and their wounds. And then it also goes on to just surrendering. And that's a chapter from Teresa Tomio, just surrendering to what God is asking you to do, whatever challenge there is also changes in your life. Women are constantly having these ebbs and flows and seasons in their lives and just different tools, how to manage those. Cause maybe some of you just got married or some of you are engaged or graduating or Maybe you are in your older age and you feel like God is done with you. And what do you do with the rest of your life? But God is not done with you yet. And this book really is for, I'd say, 18 and up. If you're graduating from high school on up, it is an excellent book for you. And it's a book that I think you'll use throughout the years in the different seasons of life. And it's also an excellent book to take into adoration and really break through and just go through the different chapters and see what God puts on your heart. Because some women have a hard time going to adoration, but... I'm telling you, ladies, if you can do anything, get close to Jesus. Go to him in the Eucharist and sit with him in adoration. See what it is he's asking of you. And even if maybe you struggle with an abortion or sexual abuse, these are things that are covered within this book and how to heal. And that's one thing with all of these contributors. They all have their own apostolate. They all have their own ministry that I'm handing women almost an arsenal, I feel like, in this book of a weapon that... Look, if you've struggled with A, B, and C, this woman has two, and she has the ministry and the tools to help you heal and overcome that. So it doesn't matter what walk of life you're coming from, but that you can become and shed all of that and become the woman God is calling you to be. Kristalina, it feels like society, especially when it focuses on women, we hear every side of an issue that tells us, well, you should be this way. But if we're this way, well, then we long to be, you know, this way. Stay-at-home moms wish to be working. They have a degree and they're not using it. Or, and then there's working moms who feel like they've got to set everything aside to reach the top, but all they really want to do is be the one that's home caring for their children. As you said, Kristalina, these seasons of life and, and the hats that we have to wear appropriate to the person, it just feels like in our own mind about trying to be everything to everybody. Do we spend, or why I should say, do we spend so much time focusing on what other people's ideals or goals for us are rather than, you know, with the help of these women, look to God to try to ask ourselves first, how do you see me? Why do we struggle with that so much? You know, I I experienced that myself. I know exactly what you're talking about. A lot of women are experiencing that now. And I think because God is asking us that we, we live in the world, we're not of the world. And the problem is a lot of the times I was trying to solve the problems I was having in my life in a worldly way. But I am, I'm a woman of God and we need to handle our problems and face our problems and our fears and our brokenness with God and on our knees. 
not in a worldly sense. And I think that's where there's kind of a fracture of, I am a woman of God. I'm not a woman of the world. So I go to God with my problems. I don't look on the internet or read magazines or find the latest and greatest cure in this and that first. I go and I talk to God and see what he's asking me to do about that specific thing. Then everything derives from there. Then it can be kind of right order. And you're not always going to get the answer you want. You're not always going to get the solution that you want. But at the same time, you know you're in the will of God. And that's powerful because no matter who comes after you, no matter who makes fun of you, no matter who talks about you or ridicules you or puts you down or the devil fills you with fear— None of that matters because if God is asking you to do something, he is going to give you the strength, the courage, and all the tools necessary to go through it. But you've got to show up to your fight. And that is a huge thing. And one of the Mm. quotes from Mother Angelica, and I thought it was so perfect, especially for this book, it was just like the cherry on top, right? And she says, the Spirit gave us his gift so we would be clothed with the jewels of virtue, the gold of love, the emeralds of hope, and the brilliant diamonds of faith. Let us not be content with the scotch tape and the aluminum foil of this world. And all too often, women take the counterfeits of the world. And we have to learn to decipher what it is God is asking and where we're falling into the traps of worldliness. Oh, absolutely. Perfect. Go to the Lord. You know, as every mother would attest, especially when they see their teenage or young adult daughters struggling with themselves, you just want to say, if you could see yourself the way I do, Boy, Mm -hmm. you would just be filled with the Spirit. And us older women, well, we need to remind ourselves of that, that boy, if we could feel that way about one of our children, how much more God must feel about us and just yearning and calling us back to Him. So those are some of the stories that you will read about in Kristalina's new book. It is out by EWTN Press and also Sophia Institute Press. Well, Kristalina, I really have enjoyed our time together today. For our listeners, can you tell them where they might be able to go to just kind of peer in a little bit more about this book and maybe purchase a copy for themselves? Absolutely. WomenMadeNew.org, and they can download the first chapter. And also there are links there, too. They can get it at EWTNRC.com. But there's links all over the page. And also just different tiny little, like, windows into each of one of the contributors on what they'll be talking about. Oh, perfect. Well, I really appreciate your time today. It's so grateful that you have taken the time. A mother of nine, such a busy life. And, well, we appreciate your time and also your time in putting this book together. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. God bless you all. God bless you, too. And again, that is Kristalina Everett. The name of the book, one more time, is Women Made New, Reflections on Adversity, Transformation and Healing. I will be sure to add a link to where you can get right to that webpage that Kristalina was just talking about. You're going to find that link on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And it is 824 at Mater Day Radio. It's David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend this Monday morning. Well, if you go to our webpage, you'll see right on the front page the Hail Mary Media app. If you click on that, it'll give you all the information about how you can download this excellent app. It is free. By downloading it, you can get access to our exclusive audio, video, and text player library. You can tune in to live broadcasts of Mater Day Radio. You can sign up for customized prayer reminders. You can listen to the podcast versions of all of our shows as well. It's just really a fantastic app, 
and it is free. It is the Hail Mary Media app. All the details on our website at materdayradio.com. Support for Materday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic Church is just out of touch? It's going to have to change if it ever hopes to be relevant in today's world. But G.K. Chesterton says, we do not need a church that will move with the world. We need a church that will move the world. It's not that the church has to change, it's that the world has to change, and it's up to us as the church to change the world. That is the call to conversion. We don't convert the world by giving in to it. Chesterton says, the world is converted by the saint that contradicts it most. I guess that explains why in an age that worships money, sex, and power, the most influential woman in the modern world was a tiny little nun taking care of the sick and dying in the streets of Calcutta. Want more than a minute? Visit Chesterton.org. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 827 at Mater Day Radio, and we'll have the latest for you on a deadly earthquake in Turkey and Syria. That's in the news. A dead fish, a stolen yacht, and a warming shelter in Seaside, all connected to the same man. I'll have this very bizarre story for you coming up in three minutes. Here is the thirsting with dreams. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. If you're lost inside a dream and stuck in in between, Waiting for the answers to your life And if you're searching for a sign And you're down to your last dime You're hoping for more time to make it right Well every road takes a bend And every tree sways in the wind The journey is the end where it begins And you will fly high tonight you will fly high tonight and if the sun sets in your life and only rises in the night every step you take just ends in broken lines Stuck inside a rut And you're covered in the mud 
In a cistern deep and hollow That's your life Well every wave comes to an end And every path will take a bend The journey is the end where it begins And she will fly the thirsting with dreams it's 8 30 right here at mater day radio in your news this morning a huge earthquake has killed more than 1800 people and injured thousands more on monday in central turkey and northwest syria flattening apartment blocks and homes in the region the magnitude 7.8 quake which hit before sunrise in difficult winter weather was the worst to strike turkey this century It was followed in the early afternoon by another large quake of a magnitude 7.7. It was not immediately clear how much damage had been done by the second quake, which, like the first, was felt across the region and endangered rescuers struggling to pull casualties from the rubble, often using their bare hands to remove masonry. The World Health Organization has activated its network of emergency medical teams in Turkey and Syria to assist those affected by the quake. Other countries have already committed support to the rescue efforts. And Pope Francis offered his prayers for the first responders involved in the search and rescue efforts following the twin earthquakes. On Monday, the Pope posted on Twitter that he was deeply saddened by the news of the earthquakes, entrusting those who have died to the loving mercy of the Almighty. He goes on to say, I pray for the emergency personnel involved in the ongoing relief efforts. And on his return flight from South Sudan on Sunday, Pope Francis said that God loves and accompanies people with same-sex attraction. When asked by a journalist what the Pope would say to families in the Congo and South Sudan who reject their children because they are gay, Pope Francis responded that the catechism teaches that people with same-sex attraction should not be marginalized. People with homosexual tendencies are children of God. God loves them. God accompanies them, the Pope said during an in-flight press conference on his return flight from Juba. To condemn someone like this is a sin. Criminalizing people with homosexual tendencies is an injustice, he added. 
In a first for the papal trip, Pope Francis was joined for the in-flight press conference by two other Christian leaders, his Anglican counterpart, Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, and the moderator of the Church of Scotland, Ian Greenshield, who also took part in the ecumenical pilgrimage of peace. Now, together, the three Christian leaders answered questions and spoke about South Sudan's peace process, the war in Ukraine and mining in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Welby said that he wholeheartedly agreed with what Pope Francis said about the Congo, that it is not the playground of great powers. Well, the average long-term U.S. mortgage rate declined for the fourth week in a row last week, a sign of relative stability in the home buying market that could potentially open the door for some prospective home buyers. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac reported that the average 30-year rate fell to 6.09% from 6.13% last week. That's the lowest level since September, but that's still not as low as the average rate a year ago, which was 3.55%. The big rise in mortgage rates during the past year softened sales of existing homes for 11 straight months to the lowest level in more than a decade. Now, higher rates can add hundreds of dollars a month in costs for home buyers on top of the already high home prices. Though home prices have retreated as demand has declined, they are still more than 10% higher than a year ago. A man who was saved by a Coast Guard rescue swimmer at the mouth of the Columbia River on Friday as a massive wave rolled the yacht he was piloting turned out to be wanted for a bizarre incident in which police said he left a dead fish at the the Astoria, Oregon home featured in the classic 1985 film The Goonies. Officers had been looking for the man since Wednesday when an acquaintance alerted them to a video he had posted on social media of himself leaving the fish at the house then dancing around the property. Well, early Friday afternoon, the Coast Guard shared stunning videos of a rescue made a few hours earlier in which a newly rescued swimmer lowered by cable from a helicopter swam to a 35-foot yacht that was struggling in heavy surf. As the swimmer approached the vessel, a large wave slammed into it, rolling the boat completely over, throwing the man on board into the water. The swimmer reached the man and pulled him to safety, and the helicopter crew flew him back to the base where medics treated him for mild hypothermia, transported him to a local hospital. The owner of the yacht, who lives nearby, reported the vessel stolen on Friday, the police chief said. Well, the man who they took to the hospital was released earlier before police could come and arrest him. But then on Friday evening, Seaside police and officers from the Clatsop County Sheriff's Office arrested 35-year-old Jericho Labonte of Victoria, British Columbia at a warming shelter in Seaside. It's amazing. That is so bizarre. And I probably because all of the events were just so unrelated yeah. why they would link them <laughs> together like that. But, yeah. well, thankfully they got him. In sports, the Portland Trailblazers back at the Moda Center tonight to begin a five-game homestand. They'll take on the Milwaukee Bucks with tip-off set for 7 p.m. Blazers returned home from a three-game trip, sitting one game below 500, just one and a half games out of sixth place in the Western Conference standings. This Thursday is the NBA trade deadline, so many fans are waiting to see if Portland will make a move before the clock runs out. 
Women's college basketball yesterday, University of Washington knocked off second-ranked Stanford 72-67 to in Seattle, giving the Huskies one of their biggest win in years. Last time Washington beat the Cardinal was back in 2016. Both Oregon and Oregon State lost at home. The Ducks beaten by Utah and the Beavers by Colorado. And it was Washington State over California. And in case you didn't know, hmm? it's Super Bowl week. This week? This is it. Ready to go. Got, got to get your food ready. And Start all, planning. All of your work in sports broadcasting, David, did you ever attend Hype Week for Super Bowl and attend the game? Never did. Not once? Not, not a one. Yep, I, it'd have been fun to do so. Certainly, you know. And if, if, of course, over the years, it's built more and more and more. But yeah, I never, never had an opportunity to do that. Well, the next time the Super Bowl is in Portland, David, you got to get <laughs> yes. yourself a couple tickets. That's uh, probably going to be a while. So, <laughs> by the way, it's Kansas City against uh, Philadelphia. In oh, case is you it? Didn't know. Yes, didn't know that. That, that. that is it. And at last look, Philadelphia was a one and a half point favorite. That's really tight. Wow, that is tight. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of information reading stories about two brothers. Oh yeah, the Kelsey's. Yeah. They are playing each other. That yeah. poor mom. Yeah. Who's yeah, who does she root for? Yeah, exactly. Well, you root for both. You look that's for right. both. You get one of those jerseys where half is one, oh, there you yeah, go. And half is the other. Well, she obviously That's wouldn't have to do. change the name on the yeah. back. Do you know the last time two other brothers faced each other in the uh, Super Bowl? Could it be the Manning brothers? No. Good, good, good guess, though. Okay. I believe, if I'm right here, and it wasn't actually as players, but it coaches, the Harbaugh brothers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think I do remember that. Yeah, there you go. Can you imagine that, you know, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas yes. following <laughs> yeah. after that game? That'd be, that would have been interesting. So, Oh, making signals at mm-hmm. each other across the field, probably. Well, in the life of the church, the power of the cross is most especially celebrated in the sacrifice of the countless martyrs who have often literally carried their crosses in imitation of Christ. On February 6th today, we celebrate the liturgical memorial of a group of 26 martyrs who gave their lives on a series of crosses set up on a hill outside the city of Nagasaki, Japan on February 5th, 1596. The first martyrs of the Church of Japan. This diverse group includes Spanish, Mexican, Indian religious, a number of Japanese lay catechists and interpreters. Now, the name for the Japanese Jesuit, Paul Miki, these martyrs of Nagasaki were canonized in 1861. And since the time of their canonization, the church has honored hundreds more Christians in Japan who died as martyrs. Now, amazingly, once Japan was reopened to the outside world in 1865, thousands of Christians came out of hiding, asking the newly arrived Westerners for statues, Jesus and Mary, remembering a smattering of Latin prayers and Portuguese phrases and holding on to treasured relics of the missionaries their ancestors had known and loved. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, from Saturday to Sunday this week is the Missionaries of the Holy Spirit Vocation Discernment Retreat at Mount Angel, Oregon House. The Missionaries of the Holy Spirit invite single Catholic men ages 18 to 33 to a weekend retreat filled with tools to discern one's personal vocation. And remember, you can find more details on these and other events. Head to the community calendar at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.
So we got a second cup coming up. David, mind your manners. Okay, I will do that. I'll tell you what some of those should be, too. All right, that's after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Facing difficult problems in your marriage. Oregon Retrovi is a lifeline to married couples helping them restore their marriage and rebuild a loving relationship. Catholic in origin, this Christian marriage program is open to all married couples, no matter what age, walk of life, faith, or ethnic background. Oregon Retrovi is a practical program to improve communication, build stronger marriages, and help couples reconnect. Presenters are not trained marriage counselors, but rather couples sharing their personal stories and the tools that they use to rediscover their love. Begin your journey to healing. All it takes is a decision to find out more. Go to helpourmarriage.org and start the process today. That's helpourmarriage.org to learn more about this transformational program. Oregon Retrovi, a lifeline. For married couples. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. Hi, everyone. This is David from Mater Dei Radio's Morning Blend. I would like to invite you to check out my new podcast, On The Go, where I have a chance to visit with coaches, musicians, artists, and more. We go a little bit more in-depth with the podcast, which hopefully gives you a little more insight into the good folks we talk to. It's On The Go, available on your favorite podcast platform or Matra Day Radio's free Hail Mary media app. I'll talk to you soon. It is 843 at Day Radio. Have about a 30% chance of rain today under cloudy skies, a high of 49 degrees. 30% chance increases to 80% tonight for rain, low of 43. And then Tuesday, looks like the rainy and windy day tomorrow at a high of 50. And then Wednesday, start out with a chance of showers, but then maybe a little sunshine by Wednesday afternoon. Oh. I have around 49. That kind of looks like what it's going to be like all week long. Showers, a little clearing, okay. highs, upper 50s, you know, right around there. All right. Well, good to know. Currently, it is 44 degrees at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 40 degrees at St. Anthony's Church in Forest Grove. It's good to the last drop. A second cup of the morning blend with David and Brenda. All right, David. So do you think that as we have, uh, and I put this in air quotes, advanced as a society, that our manners have to change with the growing time? Or does basically the old ways, they're always tried and true, and it's important to know and remember with manners. 
Yeah, I suppose there's a little bit of both there. Okay. I would say. I mean, certainly the old ways, many of the old ways are tried and true. Maybe some of the old ways, maybe not so much anymore. Okay. I I think you kind of have to look at them case by case. For sure. Now, we are, I would say, outside of having to wear a mask in uh, medical offices, we're pretty much steamrolling ahead. I don't see a whole lot of issues, you know, uh, surrounding COVID. And so some of those habits maybe that we got into during the COVID years, time to maybe look at those and go, okay, this is not something that I can do when we're out in public. So Alatea.org, they they got us set up for 2023. They kind of looked at some of the trends that we have been doing and saying, all right, let's remember how to use those in the right way in public, David. Sure. So I thought we'd spend a little time today to mind our manners for 2023. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be interested to hear some of these. Okay. Yeah. I, these all apply to you. hundred <laughs> percent. Sure they do. So the first one they say, and this is, a, uh, uh, my kids are notorious for this one. Take those ear pods out. Oh, yeah. Now, with ear pods being very practical, they're very easy to use. You know, the, you'll see they just pop right into the ear. There's no cords or anything. They're also easy to forget. And she says there's nothing worse than meeting with the people who've got their ear pods in place. So you're talking with them. But even if they're not listening to music in their mm-hmm. ear pods, it still has the impression that they're interested in something else that's yeah. happening. I'm trying to think. I don't know anybody with earpods. What? I mean, nobody, at least in my circle that I know of, I guess they st- they're still old school with the with the cords. When you go for a walk in the afternoon, what do you listen to? Well, nothing. Wow. Yeah. I, David. I like, I like silence. What, I or like the sound to, of the cars going by? Well, or just the birds chirping okay. and the, yeah, just uh, I'd like to walk, you know, and in solitude. In solitude. Through a park or whatever. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, natural I, sounds of the yeah, world. natural sounds. Don't listen okay. to thing. Uh, I have ear pods. Okay. But I don't listen to them very often. They do kind of hurt my ears. Yeah. Uh, but all of my kids have them. Okay. And and the weird thing is, is um, I noticed with them often, mm-hmm. is they wear their ear pods when they're in their rooms. Whereas, I mean, when I was younger, I'd have a radio on or something like that. Right, right, yeah. And and so when I call them from downstairs, they don't hear me. Oh, I gotcha. And so I am I have to go walk up and find them. Right. And like, hey, I'm calling you. Mm-hmm. Dinner's ready. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're going to an important meeting, earpods out. That's there the rule. There you go. Okay. All right. This is uh, these next couple ones are actually, I think, old school mm-hmm. manners. Yeah. First of all, reply to invitations and important messages. Yes. Okay. Reply. If you get an invitation, yes, I will be there. I cannot wait to see you all. It sounds like it's going to be a wonderful event, but I'm sorry to say we have other plans. Yeah. And even if you uh, say, yes, I'll be there, and then your plans change, let them know you're not going to my plans change. <laughs> I can't come. Right. That's pretty old school, yeah. I think. But the way we do that now, though, is e you know emails or yeah 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 e invite something right. like that or text or text message. Yeah. Here's another one that's interesting though, because uh, I think we've gotten out of the habit, especially young people who've done school online during the COVID. Look people in the eye mm-hmm. when you are speaking yeah, to them. Yeah. Right. 
face to face. Sure. Now, it's one thing to look at somebody through a screen. I'm looking at you through the yeah. screen, but I don't feel like I'm necessarily talking to you eye to eye, which also is funny because cameras are placed in different areas. So yeah. while we think we're looking at the person, we're not necessarily. But when you go to meet somebody in person, look at them in the face. Yeah. That's important to think. Absolutely. Okay, here's one that needs to be reminded of people. Dress for the occasion. Mm -hmm. Now, COVID played havoc with our closets. People were working from home and office wear was replaced with comfortable sweats, right? Even pajama bottoms, right? How many (laughs) times have you seen that? So over the course of things, you know, it shouldn't matter what we wear, but our clothing choices are great ways to show the importance we give to an occasion, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. So whether or not you're watching Mass on TV, you don't show up to Mass in church wearing your pajama bottoms, okay? <laughs> yeah, you that, would hope it, not. Don't, it's not that casual. Yeah. Uh, in an effort to not fight with my own kids, I, I, I allow jeans. Oh, sure. I allow them to come to church in jeans. Yeah, yeah. But a nice shirt, not... A t-shirt or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one thing to wear jeans. It's another thing to wear, no no pun intended here, holy jeans. Right, all ripped up jeans. All ripped up, yeah. No, no, no. They've got to be the nicer jeans. They've got to be clean. I prefer a shirt with a collar. Yeah. And he's like, why do I have to wear a shirt with a collar? You know, it's hard to find those sometimes, too. So, But dress for the occasion. Sure. All right. Uh, And then next... Don't get too snap happy. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. Mm -hmm. Thanks to our smartphones, we can take endless photos. However, this isn't necessarily a good thing. Sometimes we're so busy trying to capture a moment, we don't actually live in it. And we might get in the way of those who are trying their best efforts to focus on what is going on. Have you ever seen that? You're watching somebody and then somebody gets in the front with their, their, or puts their arms up in the air. You know, trying to take pictures. Okay. I, w- I was at uh, the Waterfront Blues Festival. This was a couple years ago. And the artist, I can't recall who the artist was now on stage performing. And the first thing he said when he came out on stage was, okay, I want everybody to put your phone in your pocket. Put it away. And I just want you to enjoy the music with no photos, not looking at your phone, just put them away and let's just all enjoy the moments. And I thought that that was cool. That yeah. takes a little guts to, to say that, but he, he had no problem in doing that. And I'm thinking, right on, way to go. I was watching, it was a show on TV, I can't remember, like a reality show or something, and they were at a graduation and the mom was so busy trying to get it her, her phone focused and she's like, okay, now where is he? Yeah. It happened. Her son walked across stage and she <laughs> missed the whole it. thing because she's it. trying to take a picture happen, of it. Yeah. Other people are there to take pictures. The other thing they say that it's important to remember when posting anything that you've taken, you can't take pictures of other people's kids and post it online. Oh, interesting. Only post your own family members right. online yeah. on social media platforms. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's... I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big photo oh, guy. Oh, David, I, all those selfies on Snapchat, <laughs> yes. I saw them of you. Oh, sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and of course, this last one to talk about, David, this is, this is the one that you've learned since you began to learn to talk. Right. Don't forget, please, 
and Please thank you. And thank you. That never grows out of style. Oh, absolutely ever. not. No, not at all. Yeah. Please say say thank you. And you remember when that you've you've seen the little kids. Oh yeah. I've said it to my. You need to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Right, and and that's important to know. And so that's I did. Yeah. So I that, love it. That's an old school that will never go that out of style. That one will not ever go out of style. So just a few things to remember, and we hope you enjoyed today's second cup. And we'll be right back. Have a final forecast for you. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. This is Father Eric Anderson, pastor of St. Stephen Catholic Church in Portland, Oregon. Please join me for this prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, or to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdayradio.com or check the prayer section of the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for praying with Mater Day Radio leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Support from Otter Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including True North Retirement Advisors, a clear path to financial freedom. With decades of experience, True North Retirement Advisors helps business owners exit their business and retire with financial security. Information on how to get started with the business exit strategy plan and scheduling a no-cost consultation is available online at truenorthretirementadvisors.com. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Dei Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. The Morning Blend with David and Brenda, a double shot to start the day on Mater Day Radio. It is 8.56 at Mater Day Radio. Well, we're going to see a showery day today. We'll have a high of 49 degrees, mostly cloudy throughout the day today. That'll increase to 80% tonight with a low of 43. And then tomorrow looks like the uh, really rainy day. 100% chance of rain and wow. windy. Didn't you say to the mountains? you got to kind of keep an eye on the uh, mountains. Yes, I think they got about a good eight inches oh, <clears throat> Excuse me, over the weekend. Another six to eight inches coming this week. All right, so if you're traveling, the mountain passes, uh, certainly be prepared for that. Then for Wednesday, some rain and then a little sunshine later in the day on Wednesday afternoon. It is currently 45 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out this Monday show, here is Dupree. 
Can You Feel It? We are the Morning Blend right here on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Coming to another season, you know there's gotta be a reason for everything, everything. Looking so me up ahead, yeah. Coming at you and you can't help questioning everything. Running right through your bones, it's taking complete control. You know when our chains gon' come, you know when our chains gon' come. It's chasing you everywhere, can't be thinking of nothing else. You know when our chains gon' come, you know when our chains gon' come. Chains gon' come from heaven above, from heaven above. Chains gon' come. Can you feel it, feel it? Change gonna come From heaven above, from heaven above Change gonna come, just believe it Change gonna come From heaven above, from heaven above Change gonna come Can you feel it, feel it? Change gonna come From heaven above, from heaven above Change gonna come, just believe it Dupree and Can You Feel It? It's 8.59 at Mater Day Radio. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the Morning Blend. David and Brenda with you on this Monday. We do appreciate it. Made it through the Monday. Made it through the Monday. The first full week of February. That is true. Right ahead of us. Yeah. And of course, it's uh, hype week for Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> you can just feel the energy building throughout the week. Can you feel it? I did go through the store, though, yesterday, and I saw they had my uh, chicken wings ready for cooking. Okay. So I'm going to have to gear up on those. All right. I'll be ready for that recipe. <laughs> yes, indeed. That is going to wrap it up for us on the Morning Blend. We hope you have a very blessed day.